David Flint and this is an episode in Take Back Your Country. Opinion polling is not a precise science, but what I find particularly useful, and I think you will too, is to see trends in opinion polling. And if you see a trend over time, that does give a good indication. In the Republic referendum, the polling was usually against us, that is the constitutional monarchists, Although, in our campaign, when we went to the vote, we won nationally. We won 45 to 55, plus a number of people who either voted informal or didn't bother to vote, who are presumably happy with the constitutional monarchy. And in addition to that, we won in every state, and for a referendum you have to win in four states, we even won in the one state where we thought things might go against us. And finally, we won in 72% of electorates. If that had been an election, it would have been a landslide. But of course, the media did not treat it as a landslide. Every so often, there's an opinion poll about whether Australia should become a republic. And the latest has appeared with Mr. Fitzsimons' model, the Republican model, and this is their third model in about 30 years, but we waited about 20 years to actually see this model, and that's been released. And around, or just before, Australia Day, there was a, an opinion poll by a company I had not heard of before, which is no reflection on them, but it was published in the Sydney Morning Herald on the 24th of January. And there were five distinct weaknesses in that opinion poll. Because in an opinion poll, the question has to be right. It has to be objective and not in any way lead you, lead voters, to come to one conclusion. The headline to the story in the Sydney Morning Herald was Australians willing to vote for a republic dash 54%. Had you just glanced at that, you would have thought that in an opinion poll, Australians supported a republic by 54%. Well, there are a couple of problems with that. Firstly, when you talk about a republic, Australians may want a republic, but when they actually see the republican model, they usually divide. Half will say, we don't like that, we prefer the existing system. So the general term republic doesn't really tell you much. But when you looked into the article, what it said was that if there was a referendum now, you would have to answer yes or no. Would you answer yes? Now that was, in many ways, a very poor question. Because when there's a referendum, you don't have to answer yes or no. You're free to vote informal, and a number of people sometimes do vote informal. And although there's a penalty for not turning up to vote, a number of people I think an increasing number of people seem to be not turning up to vote. So that's the other issue. The third point is 
that if there is a referendum, there's a long campaign before, and people have heard both sides of the debate. When you have opinion polls on a, on a referendum question, at the beginning you quite often get a high yes vote because nobody has come out and presented the case against it. But once people hear the case against it, you get a lower vote. So that conclusion that 54% said they would vote for a republic is extremely misleading, and to put that as the headline, is wrong. Then we come and we look closer to this. There are a number of other errors, and I'm being polite calling them errors. One is that general support for a republic is 36%. They say general support for a republic is 36%. But that's false, because when you look at it, when you look at it, you see that this is based on an error. And the question that they're asking is, are you in favour of Australia becoming a republic independent of the United Kingdom? Those additional words, independent of the United Kingdom, are misleading because they immediately suggest in the minds of anybody voting in this referendum that we're not already independent of the United Kingdom. The rule of the United Kingdom over Australia from colonial times has been so benign and the handover so gradual that lawyers debate among themselves as to when the precise date of independence was. Mr Justice Murphy in the High Court once said that we became independent at the time of Federation. That is in 1901. I'm inclined to think it was the date of the Balfour Declaration which declared that the Dominions and the United Kingdom were equal to one another in their powers and their activities. I think that really was a Declaration of Independence in 1936. Some go later, some even later than that, but in any event we are clearly independent of the United Kingdom. The British government has no control whatsoever over Australia. So having a question which suggests that in a republic we will be independent of the United Kingdom is misleading because many voters will then mistakenly think that we're not independent of the United Kingdom. And the other, that wasn't the only, the only bias within this opinion poll. The other was in a long question which was really about whether people supported the new model that the Republican movement has just produced. They produced it this year. It was the first model we've seen for about 20 years. And it was, it was uh, treated rather poorly, especially by Republicans. Most Republicans were totally opposed to it. The only prominent Republican, Mr. Jason Falinski, a Liberal MP for McKellar, who chairs a, a Republican committee in the House of Representatives, Mr. Falinski was in favour. He was the only prominent Republican who was strongly in favour of the model. All of the rest, including Bob Carr, Paul Keating, 
and the others were unfavorable to that model. But they're suggesting that 38% of Australians were favorable to that model, including in the question the suggestion that not only are we not independent of the United Kingdom, there was another suggestion, and that is that the Queen or the British monarch is automatically our head of state. Now that is a question which divides monarchists, constitutional monarchists, and Republicans who came with us as allies in 1999. That's the question which divides us from the Australian Republican movement. The Australian Republican movement says the Queen's the head of state. And they say that for one particular reason, that is, they have no other reason to try and justify the enormous expense, the problems, the uncertainties of our turning into what we have found on every one of their models is a politician's republic, a republic in which the power of the politicians is increased. As to being a head of state, we say we already have an Australian as head of state. We have the Governor-General as the Australian head of state. In 1907, the first High Court, consisting of founders of the Australian Commonwealth, including the Chief Justice of Samuel Griffith, who chaired the drafting committee of the Constitution, who unanimously held that the Governor-General is the constitutional head of the Commonwealth. And whenever the Governor-General goes overseas on a state visit, every Australian government, coalition or Labour, holds out the Governor-General to every other government of every country he visited as the Australian head of state. And the organisation which I chair, Australians for Constitutional Monarchy, which led the referendum, which rejected the Turnbull-Keating Republic, that organisation has established a team of experts headed by a former judge so good he was invited to be a judge in the courts, in four courts of Commonwealth countries. And it consists of experts in constitutional law, in international law, because the term head of state is an international law term, as well as experts in vice-regal practice, including Sir David Smith, who was official secretary to five governors-general and others who've had great experience in this area. They are unanimous in saying we have an Australian as head of state, that is the governor-general, and the queen is the monarch. The queen is the monarch. So the situation is that opinion poll published on the 24th of January, the only one so far in recent times on the Republic seems to be completely wrong. I think with opinion polls you should be looking for a trend in opinion polls because that jumps over, gets over the problems of different ones containing errors which you have to consider in trying to work out whether they're a good indication of what people are thinking. The best one was, in the, was the year before, published in the Sydney Morning Herald, 
and also the age. And that's the best and latest one, and I think that's probably the most correct. And it suggests that uh, Australians supporting a republic now total 34%. But remember, once the Australians see the precise models, they then divide, so the 34% becomes half of that or three quarters of that, because a number of people who say they want a republic don't like the model which comes up. Some want to elect the president, some like a parliamentary appointed president, and so on. So that, that opinion poll says that those who would like some form of republic are 34% of the population. But that contains a time bomb for Republicans. It contains a time bomb for Republicans because it measures the opinions of different age groups. And remember, the total is 34%. But if you look at the reports on different age groups, the age group which registers the lowest support, the lowest support for a republic, is the 18 to 24. And whereas the total of all Australians is 34%, with the 18 to 24, the young group, it's only 26%. If you can't persuade the young of a radical change, you might as well go home. And this seems to be the situation in relation to the Republican movement. Graham Richardson, a Republican, former Labour Party minister, says that if the Republican movement is not dead, it is comatose, it's in a coma. And one suspects that that is right. The, the idea that suddenly in the next reign we will change into a republic, Australians will wake up and suddenly want to become a republic, is really wishful thinking on the part of a Republicans. So that opinion poll, that opinion poll, published in the Sydney Morning Herald on the 24th of January 2022, is unfortunately highly suspect. And they'll have to do better than publish an opinion poll like that. I'm David Flint, and this is Take Back Your Country. Thank you.